Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cultural Regeneracy, Episode 1. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with a description of all of our segments and then head into a little bit of an introduction. So starting off with our first segment, it will be our political segment, just as the Founding Fathers intended. Our goal with our political segment is to spread truth that is constantly belittled by the pretenses and falsification of the general public and their narrative. We saw it after making an informative, objective, and simplistic way for people to truly learn what is going on in our state and country. This idea came to mind when we realized how many people vote for a candidate solely because a candidate identifies with the party, i.e. vote blue no matter who, or when they base their ideals around what the majority claims to be true. We will also focus on our state government, mostly because of the lack of education on candidates within our state elections. Our goal is to be a clear, modern, and unbiased source when speaking on candidates during congressional and local elections. We would love to invite any candidate onto our podcast in the future that would like an extra form of, pub- of publicity. Next up, we have Just As the Founding Fathers Intended, After Hours, initially in Initially titled Satirical Socratism, this segment is a way to express our own perspectives on modern political satire. After much discussion, we changed the title to Just Just As the Founding Fathers Intended After Hours to play off our political segment. Just as the Founding Fathers Intended, anything we say is not meant to be taken seriously. As I said, it is a satirical take on modern politics. Next up, we have Christianity, a conversation. The goal of this segment is to discuss and cover topics regarding apologetics, theology, and just about anything regarding scripture. With this discussion, we hope to learn different points of view, new ways to defend our faith, and how to rationalize our worldview in light of what scripture says. And finally, we have weekly gaming news. This segment, we will be discussing news about games, what our current thoughts are on the games we're playing, and looking back at famous or infamous games that we have played. We want to inform our audience as to what is happening in certain areas of the industry while also looking back on some of the great and not-so-great games of the past. Moving on to our personal introductions, I'm going to hand it off to Mr. Liam Gu. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, As you know, my name is Liam Gu. I am a high school senior, uh, homeschooled, obviously. Uh, Well, anyway, uh, I plan on attending Marshall uh, University looking for a degree in business entrepreneurship. I'm currently working at Express Oil Change and Tire Engineers in Barbersville, West Virginia. And I'm also working on a podcast uh, with Caleb and Nash over here. So without further ado, I'll hand that to Nash. Hey guys, my name is Nash Holly. I am uh, 19 years old. I'm currently a freshman in college. I just finished up my first semester at West Virginia Institute of Technology in Beckley, West Virginia. But I'm transferring this coming semester to Marshall University while I'll be getting my bachelor's in economics. I was homeschooled my entire life, just like Liam over here. And I am currently a barista at Drip Coffee House in Taves Valley, West Virginia. I'll hand this off to Caleb. Hello again. My name is Caleb Carter. I am 17 years old and a high school senior. Uh, let's see, I have been homeschooled. I know they talked about that a little bit. I was only homeschooled since 7th grade and on and ever since 10th grade. I've done part-time at Cross Lanes Christian, uh, primarily for athletic purposes. I don't know if I can say that, but definitely athletic purposes. Uh, I plan on attending Marshall University for two years, while I hope to get my bachelor's in finance in two years, and then transfer to some graduate school to receive an MBA slash JD in four years. 
And after that, I don't really have any plans. It's all up to God. That's it. All right. So uh, before we get into the uh, news that we wanted to discuss, I thought it would be a good idea to let you all know. Uh, this week, we will not be doing our normal segments. We are mainly going to be doing political discussion just because we were we were wanting to do this about a month earlier or so, but we had some technical issues, just had trouble scheduling from there. But uh, we want to kind of discuss all the crazy stuff that's been happening. Uh, so hopefully next week we'll get back into or we'll actually uh, have the regular segments. But this podcast is basically this episode, at least, is going to be mainly political. So uh, we just want to go ahead and start off with that. All right. I think the first topic we want to discuss is the craziness that has been this election. Yeah, it's, it's been ridiculous. I really don't know if this is either the best time or the worst time to start a <laughs> podcast, given how like just unprecedented everything has been. Yeah, definitely the best time. Plenty of topics to talk about. No, it's very true, very true. I know when we originally uh, planned on beginning our podcast, I was doing my best to keep up with everything, and then I took like a week break, and coming back to this, because we just got, or tried to schedule the podcast to do it today, and I just... It's been so much to catch up on within a day or whenever we scheduled it because, like I said, we were already struggling to keep up with everything before. Mm. Yeah, uh, the holidays are definitely not the best time to start a podcast, no. but we're doing our best. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. But uh, regarding the election, so we've – what was going on the on election night, we had what many predicted would be a red mirage. It would look like Trump would win. Then mail-in ballots would come in, and he would lose. Well, the problem is, like, we're seeing a lot of contested, uh, or a lot of, uh, well, I, I guess, a lot of states being contested because of uh, allegations of fraud. Um, so, Trump has been taking this, Trump and his legal team, and actually a bunch of other states, we'll actually get into that a little in a little more detail later on, uh, but they've been taking that to court, and Joe Biden, however, has been certified as the, well, the Electoral College voted for him as president of the United States. Um, and, uh, however, we, we want to discuss this. They actually cast, um, Republicans or there are seven States. It was Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, Arizona, and Nevada and New Mexico all sent, uh, contesting electors. So they sent electors for Joe Biden and they also sent electors for Trump. So, you know, when this goes to a joint session of Congress on January 6th, where they count the votes, if the Republicans want to contest it, they will say, we have Republican electoral votes on record. So I think that's pretty important. What, like, what do, you, what do you guys think about, like, all that's been going on in regards to that? Well, I think, first of all, that all the contested votes is a huge step into Trump's pathway to success and pathway to to becoming the president of the united states you know it almost feels like he has everybody working against him i don't necessarily know with the things that he has been saying if that's helping him or not but uh uh it's difficult to see with the legal team that he has uh, it feels like everything that he is claiming it just immediately gets contested by uh by liberals um yeah, like, one of the things is, like, I'm not sure there have been many cases where Trump's lawsuits have actually been heard on the merits. They've just been yes. tossed out on standing. Yeah. So, like, that that's, like, one of the things. Uh, there was a Republican lawsuit, I believe, in, I think it was Wisconsin. No, it was, it was in Michigan, in Antrim County or Antrim. And they had an audit of some votes. 
judge said to release the audit, apparently Dominion Voting Systems have been, like, swinging votes for Biden instead of Trump's. Uh, but, like, the whole thing is, is, like, with uh, a bunch of the lawsuits, they just haven't been hearing them. So we actually haven't heard a whole lot of the evidence. Judges have been, just been tossing them out. Like, even the Supreme Court as well, which yeah. I thought was really yes. shocking. Well, and, and just to explain Dominion, Liam, would you like to explain what Dominion would be to, to our listeners? Okay, so Dominion Voting, they're, like, they have a software system for voting machines. Uh, they were, they were, I think they're Canadian-owned, if I remember correctly, and I think they were used in Venezuela. Yes, they so, were. That, that doesn't help anything when uh, Venezuela is using the same software. They've had the same corrupt presidents for years. Um, but, you know, we there was an audit, actually. Nash, uh, we all three were just talking about this before we started the episode. I think, Nash, what, like, what did you say the ratio was that, like, when they ran the audit? Yeah, so when they ran the audit, they put in 100 ballots uh, equal 50 for Biden and 50 for Trump. And after the Dominion um, machine ran random, it came back uh, 60 Biden and 40 Trump. Yeah, like, I <laughs> I, I mean, the, the people have been given, like, they've been calling out this guy saying he was hired by the Trump legal team or, you know, he's, like, been associated with Trump. Regardless, it was an independent audit. Um, you know, if the, like, left wants to do their own one, I think by all means do that. I'm all for clarity. If it turns out that Biden won, regardless of whether or not there was fraud, he won. Mm -hmm. But the problem is I don't see that. Like, we just saw such a, just a flood of votes just come in, Mm -hmm. like, after Election Day. It was just crazy. Well, we can see with almost everything that this country is truly lacking these independent news sources that that are completely unbiased. Mm -hmm. And something that the majority of people in this country don't understand is just because a news source would uh would say something that is a different than what you think is correct or different than what you agree it doesn't mean that it's not true and we see the left attacking this independent source of uh you know counting these dominion voting systems and calling it false when they i don't think that they would have any grounds to do that yeah well it's also like the thing is like i have a big issue like with the mainstream media because they're just not trustworthy to me because they've been saying that Biden is president-elect. He's not president-elect until January 6th when joint session of Congress counts all the votes and says, all right, Joe Biden won the election. Now, Electoral College has met and they have cast their votes, but he's not the president yet. It's still like, it's it's really strange. It, I don't, the media, like, it's propaganda war is really what it is, but. Uh, what would you define mainstream media as so we have clarity on okay that term. so mainstream media would be news sources like fox news msnbc cnn uh abc washington post new york times a bunch of these really big news outlets and then you'd have independent news like uh tim pool i really recommend him we use him a lot on this podcast uh for a lot of information um john doyle maybe i'm not he's a lesser known guy but you know, Joe Rogan might also be considered independent <laughs> news if you consider him news at all. <laughs> well, I guess it would be independent whether it would be you know worth listening to regarding you know actual I mean, political podcast. But yeah, I mean, uh, he, definitely it, it is independent. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he independently uses his DMT. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, like it's just been like 
everything that's been going on is crazy. So, like, the stuff with the Electoral College, I don't, I'm not sure how big Trump's chances are of winning. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't really see how he can pull it off now. If Pence, if Mike Pence wants to pull something off when he counts the votes in Congress, so what? I'll give some context because I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here. Uh, when they have a joint session of Congress on January 6th, there are two possible outcomes, or, well, three, I, I should say. Uh, Biden wins because nobody contests the results. Mike Pence certifies it. Okay, Biden wins. Or Republicans, uh, I think they need one Republican senator and one House representative. Don't don't quote me on that because I could be slightly off here. But if they have an actual uh, dissent, uh, I guess, then the Republicans can object. I think they go for two hours to debate and then they cast their votes. If, you know, the Republicans, if the Senate majority votes in favor of Trump, then if there's a split Congress, it goes to House delegation where Republicans, where each state gets one representative. Republicans have 30 states. Democrats have 20. Trump would win. And then there's the idea of Congress they sort of both houses certify they say biden won pence says i'm actually not going to certify this because we have republican electors from these seven states saying that they think trump won and then also democrat electors saying biden won so these are clearly uh you know that this we can't really determine this goes to house delegation again trump wins but the problem is, is this just such a long shot. I just don't see how he pulls it off. I really don't. Well, not only that, but when we, well, obviously, as of right now, uh, Mike Pence, Mike, Mike Pence is the president of the Senate, and mm-hmm. but we also see that when you know our president of the Senate or vice president is gone, we see the president of pro tempore take or or come in and and, and or step in and and take the VP's spot. Now, if we see. Mike Pence try to contest this voting, could we get, could he get called on bias and the pro tempore be asked to come in and count himself? I would say probably, I'm not entirely sure. I wouldn't be able to give you an answer on that. Um, I, I really don't question. know. It's a difficult question. Because I don't, like, because I'm not super familiar, like, with the Senate, uh, like, like, pro tempore, like, all that stuff. Um, I, I really wouldn't be able to give an answer. And I don't want to, like, say for sure of course i wasn't even expecting a a direct answer because i don't i mean he's gonna get called out for bias from the left either way and then the republican establishment is not going to put up with it either Mm -hmm. i mean mcconnell's already wanting to get trump out of there but we'll 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 save the mcconnell stuff for later we've already got a segment yeah i don't and i don't want us to seem like we are salty conservatives here but i think we would all not gladly but we all accept the election if biden won but there was no um it just didn't seem just just doesn't seem right. The numbers don't seem to add up with Biden's victory, and it, there seems to be too many discrepancies. Yeah, it was. I've I've seen you know there's there's so much so much lack of clarity mm-hmm. uh, in this election, and I personally have no problem with calling uh vi- or uh, calling Joe Biden the president of the United States when the time comes. Mm-hmm. If that is the fair result of the election, then so be it. We are an indirect democracy after all. So I have, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But I, like you said, I'm glad you pointed it out because I do not want a negative connotation to mm-hmm. overshadow our podcast that we are just negative or, you know, salty, negative conservatives that don't really know what uh, we're talking about and cannot be objective. Well, I mean, also like, 
I think we should also preface like we all have a bias here. Yes. We're all we're all right wing, but I I don't think uh like we want to try and cover things from an objective light, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. Um but that being said, if there's anybody that's still trying to like kind of figure things out, I'm not sure how likely that is with people mm-hmm. listening to our podcast. It seems it just seems like country so polarized, but if there's somebody trying to figure out where they stand on certain things, go to other mm-hmm. sources that might that would disagree with us come to your own conclusions mm-hmm. we don't want to be the arbiter of truth for yeah. anybody yes we're absolutely. here to give our give our opinions absolutely the the main point of this podcast was to encourage people mm-hmm. to seek out these independent news sources and so if you if you hear something from this podcast and like like i said we aren't saying that everything that we say is going to be absolute truth that's not we're, not what we're saying we will encourage everybody to go do their own personal research that that's really what we're here i think yeah um but nash like you guys were both saying like you know if biden won you know he won fairly then Mm -hmm. we would all like we would all agree he's president of the united states absolutely um you know like i would agree with that as well the problem is like what what like from what i'm seeing and i'm not trying again i'm not trying to be biased (laughs) but you know with like with all this going on, we see that all these states they change their rules. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like there's se- I can't remember how many states it was, but in Pennsylvania specifically, they passed uh, Act seventy seven or something like that, and it was unconstitutional to like have universal mail in voting. The Republicans in the state legislature actually knew it, and they were trying to pass an amendment um, while they were before they passed the bill, but they didn't. They went ahead and did so and i believe it was uh i think sean parnell was sean parnell and mike kelly uh who took it to the supreme court saying like this is unconstitutional shouldn't happen uh and mike kelly actually i think he ended up winning his seat in pennsylvania so when he went to the supreme court he was putting his own seat on the line by doing that so i I thought that was interesting but it didn't i'm not sure if it got tossed out i know uh they refused emergency injunctive relief but all that being said, um, I I just I'm having trouble saying that Biden won the election fairly, and I'm not trying again. I'm not trying to be a salty uh, conservative <laughs> over here, but you know, like we had the left where they were like the media, the establishment were all crazy about Trump winning the election, and they said Russia interfered. We ended up doing an investigation, didn't find anything. Okay, yes. fine, good, nothing happened. Well, now they're not even wanting an investigation. So I just have, like, I'm just thinking, like, do you all know something that we don't? I mean, mm-hmm. wh- like, what's going on? Yeah. I think I think it's safe to say we just want a fair election and we want a clear result. But I think right now, at the moment, there's just too many discrepancies. The numbers don't seem to add up. Things just seem a little suspicious on the Biden side. But if it does yes. come out that things have been truthful, what they're saying is true, I doubt but yes and there are people on both sides that do want a, a clear mm-hmm. election they do want want clarity but it is being overshadowed by people who you know people who just want to create chaos you know mm-hmm. the people that want to create chaos are the same people that do not want true equality in this country they're people that want want revenge like for example um people who are you know sure i i would guess classify as as strong feminists would inherently not hold what a true feminist value would they don't want equality to men they want to get revenge to men the same people that you know 
battle you know race racist racial injustice they don't want equality they want to be able to loot stores and not have any repercussions and those people are overshadowing uh the people that truly want equality Mm -hmm. you know i think that we can all agree that you know the organization black lives matter is corrupt but the but you know black lives do matter of course uh I mean, yeah, the English. Like, like, yeah. I don't hear what I'm it. not saying. I agree with it. I think we all agree here with the English statement: "Black Lives Matter." Uh-huh. Yes. we're all Christians. We all believe yeah. people are made equal before God, but we don't agree with the narrative or the that, organization. With the, yes. Yeah, with the organization that the like that. Well, the 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 narrative that the organization and the organization, organization itself is setting because yeah. it's just yes, it's just so yeah. crazy. I think, I think that whole. I think we can save that conversation for another. Day. Yeah, that well, could be a whole podcast within itself. No, yeah, that like and that that might be something we have to, to go a little yeah. more into. Yeah, we a definitely. Later. Yeah, we can definitely do that another day. And just to get back on track, just so nobody hears what we aren't saying, at least what I was saying is that people who you know are moral, they are logical, they have something and they want to be able to stand for it justly. They are being completely overshadowed by both sides. You know, by both the left and, and the right in this country, they've been completely overshadowed by people who stand for immoral things. Because we see people who stand for immoral things, they're much more loud, vocal, and physical than, than people who are, you know, truly just want equality. Yeah. yeah. Going back to what Caleb said, I'm going to go about the whole uh, revenge topic. I think that is a big um, issue today with this election. I think people are holding on to the 2016 election with Trump, and they are thinking, or... Because the movie that went around 2016, the Not My President, yes. that lasted for a year or more. Um, but I don't think what I think a lot of people don't realize is that there was actually investigation into like the Russian coalition into all of that, and it was found that there wasn't, yes. at least to my knowledge, that it was he won it fairly. Yes. So I think that they're just using that now um, with Biden being quote unquote president elect. They're saying. Mm-hmm accept the results yeah yes it, i'm glad we come full circle with that because that that was originally what i was referring to but i wanted mm-hmm. to hold yeah. some context to that you now as we see the same people that were you know you know, hashtagging posting you know or it was like hashtagging like, not my president or whatever and mm-hmm. and still i still saw people this year saying that about about trump and mm-hmm. the hypocrisy the turnaround of you know, Joe Biden is still right now. He's not the president, and we have people saying, "No, he's right now. He's your president." Like, no, that's mm-hmm. he's not our president right now. Whether he's our president in a month, that's mm-hmm. a completely separate discussion. But these people, as we see, they do not know what they're talking about when they try and mm-hmm. proclaim that he's the president right now. It it's, just shows the it's Trump derangement yeah. syndrome, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Yeah, but I think also the reason a lot of people are saying that this year. Um, you accept the result is that's what the narrative is being pushed to them. I mean, and even some of the stuff is actually happening, like the Biden campaign. I mean, they are in the transition stage of moving into the White House, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. being, you know, technology is being transferred, um, office space in D.C. is being transferred over to the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. So it's happening. So it's under it's semi understandable why they think this, yeah, yes. why they think it's happening, but. I don't think they realize it's not a hundred percent yet. And yeah, that's why and we're encouraging people to do yes. to further educate themselves on yes. topics before mm-hmm. telling people. You know, it's it's like a semi pro telling a pro how to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if they don't know everything that they're talking about, they shouldn't be mm-hmm. telling people that Biden is president because yeah. technically he's not the president right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that that reminds me of what Nash was saying about like the transition beginning. 
Trump is actually he's acting like he's going to be president for four more yes, years. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's he's like he, I think he replaced uh, who was it the head of um, was it I don't think it was Department of Homeland Security was, was it, it Department was it oh I can't remember it was like he's I think it was something to do with Pentagon intelligence or whatever but it was, some, it was defense related I know that I can't remember who it yeah was. but he like he's installing these Trump loyalists and it's like he's he does not think he's going to lose mm-hmm. so like. It, while my head thinks Joe Biden is going to win, mm-hmm. my yeah. gut is saying, don't count out Trump just yet yeah. because this guy wins. Like, whatever he does, he fights to the bitter yeah. end. Yeah, I think yeah. we can all agree that there are, there's plenty of information that we still do not know. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, like what Lima saying, still instituting um, new members into, um, I can't remember what. He's appointing new heads. Yeah, of new these heads. But agencies. I mean, he was still. I mean, he still was holding rallies in Georgia a week or two ago. I mean, mm. he's still going strong. Like he's won already. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was I mean, a. We, there was an interview. Not not an interview, but uh, right. I guess it was a interview after a rally. He had in Nevada, and a reporter asked him whether there would be a peaceful transfer of power. And you know, I think we can all agree since Trump isn't a you know he's not built to be a politician he's, yes. he's a businessman he's you know ideally not ideally but kind of what you know people that aren't americans kind of see americans as you know, he's not very uh he's clear. bombastic he's, yes uh, he's you know just kind of says things sometimes and yeah and overall what he said he was like kind of, kind of like no we'll see i think he said we'll see what happens yeah and there was a lot of concern from from both sides like oh Wait, actually, does, it, will he... What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't just say, you know, there might not be a transfer of power, or you can't just say, we'll see. But I think now we all understand what he was referring to was, yeah. if yeah. there was... He's not going to go without a fight. He's exactly. Gonna, he's going to yeah. make sure that... That it's completely fair. That, yeah. you know. Did you did you guys see, I think it was like a month ago, it was, it was a long time ago, but Mike Pompeo said there would be a peaceful transition of power uh, from the Trump administration to the trump administration <laughs> yes yes i did see yeah. that that was like i can't remember when exactly it was but mike pompeo i think he's the head of he's the head of the cia isn't he or something like that um, i couldn't verify ch- that I myself ch- i will check that real quick yeah but anyway like there's just such confidence i'm not sure if it's trump trying to boost his morale or whatever but you know we have like good reason like trump does not think he's going to lose it seems like among uh, mike uh, Pompeo's the Secretary of State. Secretary, okay, that's that's what I thought. I knew it was something, it was something yeah. to do with, uh, you know, power. Like, something <laughs> yeah. to do with power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but we we were talking about how uh, I, I want to kind of touch on this before we move on to the next subject. Um, we were talking about the voter fraud actually right. in the swing states. Yes. Um, so I, I think we should talk about some of the statistics, like some of the reasons that we do believe Joe Biden was not fairly elected. Mm-hmm. Um, like for one, I'm not sure if you guys know what bellwether counties are, but they accurately have predicted the president for mm-hmm. decades. Yes. Joe Biden defied 16 out of 17 of them, mm-hmm. which I think is just ridiculous because it's like, how does that guy just, how's Joe Biden, a guy that nobody cared for, win that mm-hmm. people were voting against trump not for joe biden yeah i mean I think, I think it's also important to realize that biden has also this is his third time running for president mm-hmm. um yeah um yeah but this is his third time running for president and like Liam was saying he has defined all odds i mean i think no president in history has ever lost ohio and florida and lost the election 
and yeah. Trump won both of those. Yeah, that like that was something crazy because like on election night, I saw Trump won Ohio and I was like, okay, it's in the bag. He's yeah. won. Then I'm like, what? He how's Biden winning Michigan? Like the next mm-hmm. morning, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. But uh, what what was it? There was also I think I think. So, like, individual cases of voter fraud, like, I think we, we were talking about the Dominion software machines, mm-hmm. uh, or not software machines, the Dominion voting machines in Antrim County. Uh, apparently, it was, like, 6,000 votes that were that went to Joe Biden were actually supposed to go for Trump. Mm-hmm. They originally said it was a clerical error, and then they said, oh, no, is it? No, they said it was a glitch, then they said it was a human error, oh, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I love how all the human and, you know, software errors all go to joe biden That's yeah cool. like that that was another thing as well all the all the glitches went to joe biden like all the errors yes. went for uh-huh. him which is yeah. very odd i think I think it's also important to point out that the dominion software was used in uh almost every single swing state georgia yeah. arizona nevada uh, yeah. pennsylvania Michigan, Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, that, those are the states where the Dominion software was used. Yeah, we were. T- I think we were talking about this earlier. Arizona, I believe, is seizing the uh, Dominion voting machines. Mm-hmm. Actually, this was a few days ago, but you know, it's like it's it's heating up. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a. I can't. I can't quite remember. Oh yeah, so like in a, like it was in Wisconsin as well. They had the. Uh, the voter registration or the votes actually exceeded mm-hmm. the total amount of registered voters. Yeah, so I yes. saw, I saw that too, mm-hmm. and I also read somewhere else that that registration number that they had was mm-hmm. a 2018 registration. I know I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, or if we're talking about two different numbers. But I saw mm-hmm. that too. I wasn't sure. Yeah, like take that with a grain of salt. I know people are mm-hmm. saying same day registration, but yes. like yeah. I I'm. Still, like, I don't see why we're doing same-day registration, honestly. I feel yeah. like there should be a deadline. Yeah. But, but at, the end the, at the end of the day, I feel like every single statistic, it just it, it, it keeps piling on against Trump. I, I don't see yeah. th- any anything that is necessarily mm-hmm. in support of Trump that needs to be refuted. And it's just, yeah. it just kind of funny how that works out. Yeah. Yeah, and then... <sighs> We're, I, I kind of wanted to just touch on like the individual like instances of voter fraud. Um, we've we've they had hearings in Michigan not too long ago, as well. Um, Rudy Giuliani, I believe, was testifying. And they act, I think they had the guy that did the audit on the Dominion voting machines actually go before the Senate Judici- I think it was the Senate Judiciary or whatever in Michigan, and he testified. Um, but it like it was it was crazy. Then I, we want to talk about. I think we should talk about Pennsylvania, Georgia before we move on. Mm-hmm. Um, in yes. Pennsylvania, they blocked out Republican poll watchers. Uh-huh. Yes, and they boarded up. Like they told people to get out. Um, you know, let's. There's like go take a break. They started boarding up the windows. They said people like they're keeping people like thirty or like thirty feet away. I believe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The poll watchers. They were supposed to be six feet away for social distancing and they had um i think either pennsylvania or michigan they had the uh, republican poll washers come on to a press conference and Mm -hmm. they said that someone needs to come verify what six feet is because they have us we can't even see the table yeah they have us standing from we can't see what they're doing yeah 
And then th- there was they took it to court because they were saying like we can't even like we can't see what's going on. There's clear intent behind the law, and the judge said, "Oh, well, the law says you know if you're in the building, you know you're you're fine." And yeah. they couldn't see the val the ballots. They couldn't yeah. verify anything. Yeah. And it was in one of those swing states that a it came out to it came out that not a single Republican poll watcher got to see any of the ballots from one of the specific days over. That, I think that was in like Philly, wasn't it? It was, was yeah, it was something like that. Was, not a, yeah, no, not yeah. a single Republican poll watcher yeah. got to see a single ballot. Yeah, because that was like being recorded on election night, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Georgia, we're actually, we found a lot of, like there's a lot of stuff going on there. Do you know, like are you familiar with that, Caleb? Because I want to hand, I kind of want to hand it over to you. I feel like we've been. No, no, you you're know. okay. Can wait. And you, are you referring to Georgia? Yeah, or? like have you like have you been caught up with like what's been going on down there? I have not been caught up in what's going okay. on in Georgia. Okay, no. so like Nash, do you like? No, okay. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, so there was like I, I think it was being recorded reported the night of the election. There was like a supposed pipe burst or whatever, and they had to send everybody home, and they say we got to fix it. We'll count it tomorrow or something like that. Yep, that yes, was not yes. actually that did not happen. That did not happen. Yes, I, I, it was also reported in one of the northern swing states that they have security cam footage of this that after they supposedly stopped counting for the night, mm-hmm. someone went over and pulled out. There's only like a couple people in the building, and they continued to count ballots. Yeah, they pulled out ballots from under the table. That was in Georgia, I think, actually, okay, okay. as well. Yeah, yeah that's, we've, seen, well, we've seen multiple times that people have been mm-hmm. continuing to count yeah. ballots overnight. And yeah. it's, Did we get any, any clarity on the situation? And I, I think it happened in Georgia as well, but in Michigan, where they... Well, it was like 100,000 100, votes added. What what exactly happened with that? They sa- the, I think they said it was some sort of glitch. I'm not entirely sure or whatever. They were just doing... It seems incredibly suspicious. I don't know. Like, I'm not entirely sure, like, what's been going on with that. But I think, honestly, it was, I, I think it was malicious. Yeah, for context, so, it was the night of the 3rd, or I guess the 10th. It was the morning, the, the morning of the 4th. Of the 4th yeah. Yes. Um, after they had supposedly stopped counting ballots for the night, whenever uh, people woke up on the 4th, they saw that Biden had, had over 100,000 uh, points over Trump. And they went and saw that Biden, they found a hundred and like something odd number. Mm-hmm. It was like 139,000. Yeah, and that's like exactly. Crazy. And over 100,000 of them were for Biden. And people were running the numbers and that was like almost mathematically impossible. Yes, yeah, exactly. Votes to strictly be for and those, yeah, And those places, that the counties that were happening, uh, we got to see, you know, where hypothetically or not hypothetically, but where they said that, you know, the dead people were voting. That's where mm-hmm. we saw the complete mm-hmm. vote of fraud. Cause I know you brought up the number of like 20,000 people mm-hmm. that were over the, um, how was it called? The registered voter. Yes. The yeah. registered voter. It was like 20,000 people over in one certain County. And mm-hmm. we saw a lot of that primarily happening in Michigan and Georgia. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's just funny that, the two places that did have suspicious, you know, mm-hmm. counts overnight yeah. all go to Biden. I mean, we're just talking about um, voter fraud on election day. I mean, we, yeah. I mean, we have mail-in voting. I mean, we have. Don't, don't, yeah. I mean, there's still. I mean, there's a history of uh, voter fraud of people voting twice or pe- reports of people who are already deceased voting. Yeah, and yes, that like that we've also got reports of people backdating. There's some guy uh, saying that he was. Uh, told like he saw people backdating ballots and he trans he transported like a hundred thousand ballots from i think it was new york to pennsylvania don't again don't quote oh, me on okay. that but i heard about that and it was like get that guy under oath man yeah <laughs> get him yeah. under oath and let's hear what he has to say um mm-hmm. 
But it, like you guys are talking about dead people voting. This is anecdotal, I know. So you know, if somebody doesn't want to believe it, that's fine. But my great grandmother passed away uh, in 2018, mm-hmm. and she lived in Kentucky for a brief time with my aunt and my uncle. And uh, they before the election, they sent to my aunt and uncle's house in Kentucky a ballot or a mail-in voter uh, form for my dead great-grandmother. Yeah, yeah. there's been reports yeah. of that all over the country of people who are receiving ballots for their uh, deceased loved ones that have been dead for years. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And and it, go ahead, go ahead. And there's also reports of people who went to vote on the 3rd, and they were told, you've already voted. You can't vote again. Yeah, like, there, I think there was somebody, uh, it was like some athlete, wasn't it? Uh I feel like that's in Arizona. I I don't I don't remember an athlete story, but I don't either. There's there's some guy I can't remember who it was. I feel like it was an athlete. It was a while ago, but I think they like he went to go vote and they said, "Oh, you've already voted. You can't do that again." <laughs> I mean, yeah. imagine going to the polls and then just yes. hearing that. It's like, what well, are you talking like, well, about? No, I didn't. Yeah, no. Well, it just shows the inadequacy and or with the. Why well, I'll use the term absentee ballot or ballot, even though the absentee well, ballot is, you know, for you know people or actively deployed, you know, military members for yeah. people that you know are or people outside traveling out, out of the country, you know, people that you know f- just physically cannot you know, be there to vote. It's not for people who are completely healthy and saying that they are staying home because of COVID. That's not why it's there. Yeah, and it's also absentee ballots are really different from mail-in voting ballots. That should be uh, highlighted because absentee ballots actually yes. request require you to request them. You ha- like you mm-hmm. can't just be sent them. And so the problem with mail-in voting is that you know they just send you a ballot regardless of whether or not you requested it. So like suppose you get... Like, suppose somebody that doesn't live at your current address, uh, you know, moves away, or like you get a ballot for that person that doesn't live there anymore. You could fill that out theoretically, and you know, you could have an additional vote. Like, if Absolutely. that happens too much, that's clear fraud, and that's why we need to do audits to see that the signatures are, you know, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah audits should definitely be required. And- they're they're starting to do them. I think Georgia they had one. I'm not sure how that turned out though. Um, well, good, and and I know we're kind of flip flopping as we talk about these individual cases of voter fraud. But I remember, I think it was on the third night, or maybe maybe the second night of the election, I saw cases in Arizona where uh, people working or poll workers were handing people like sharpies, sharpies, sharpies yes. and the oh yeah, yes. sharpie gate. I remember that. I'm not sure how verified that that is, like. If they hand out sharpies, I'm pretty sure the law says that they are accepted. I'm, um, I could be wrong. I believe though. with sharpies, if they are, they, counted, it bleeds through. Is that yeah? If they're counted the by a machine, it uh, it counts the the vote as as null because it mm-hmm. you're you're only supposed okay. to use and a specific type of okay. It's yeah. like yeah. using a number two pencil on a standardized test, yeah, right? Yeah. And in Arizona specifically, I would need to get a verified source on this. I do remember reading it. And remembering that it was a verified source, but for um, Arizona people who are doing the in-person voting, it was 60% voted for Trump and then 40% for Biden. So even though like hypothetically or theoretically they would be canceling out the Biden votes as well, it would do more good for him in the end than for Trump. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, um, what was there was a. 
Yeah, well, I think we've covered most of the stuff that we wanted to regarding the election and mm-hmm. the Electoral College and all that stuff. So, you know, like, kind of summarize, Trump's got a path to victory. It's yeah. just, he's got a lot of obstacles. It's in a rough way. one. It's, it's a, one. It's a, like, it's a Hail Mary times 10, mm-hmm. in yeah. all honesty. Yeah. But he can pull it off. I think he can. I'm not sure how he, that he will, though. Yeah. Um, we'll find out within the next month. So. Yeah, so we'll we'll have that ready for you guys, and uh, you know, we'll, we actually we want to move on to the next subject, which is Texas secession. Yes. So, for those that don't know, uh, Texas and Texas filed a lawsuit uh, against Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, uh, saying that they violated the Elector's Clause of the Constitution, uh, you know, requiring or. Uh, mandating mail-in voting or i i can't remember the what the exact language was but they said they had universal mail-in voting which was which violated the electors clause and the state constitution and so they took it to the supreme court saying this they weren't saying it affected the presidency they were saying it affected the senate because you know if the republicans lose uh like if there's a tie in the senate and joe biden wins kamala harris is his vp she's a democrat that affects their representation because if there's a tie she decides the vote so that was like their grievance or their, you know, I, I guess their standing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they took it to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court rejected it. Mm-hmm. Claire, uh, Clarence Thomas and Alito both said they wanted to mm-hmm. hear the case. The seven other judges didn't. It says something to me that the two most experienced mm-hmm. judges on the court wanted to hear, but the others did not. I think it's also important to preface that it wasn't just Texas. They had support from almost 20 other uh, they had states. 20 states. I think it was 19 states with them, and, and then, then they had 20 think, states against. Yeah, but they had it was over 20 that were in support, and there was a couple who were um, willing to. Were they mm-hmm. were in the process of supporting. Yeah, the it was 20 states. I think that filed Amika Amiki Curiae, um, which is friend of the court or friends of the court, I guess. Um, sorry, I'm a Latin nerd. You're gonna have to put up with me with a lot of that on the podcast. We do all but, the time. Yeah, shut up, Caleb. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, they filed for Amiki, Amiki Curiae and uh, the Supreme Court. It was like 126 Republican congressmen as well that supported the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it didn't, like, the Supreme Court didn't even hear it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. after that, the Texas GOP, like, I think it was Texas GOP chair said, Texas and these uh, any states that want to join should secede and form a new union that follows the Constitution. Uh, like, what do you what do you guys think about that? I don't want to be talking the whole time. No, I feel well, like I'm taking okay. up too much. Well, yeah. I guess first of all, I think a good refutation for people that would be against uh, the idea of Texas seceding from the union, they would probably say that, uh, well. This was determined in the Civil War that no state would have yep. the right to try to secede. But Texas's idea, their their standpoint is that all these other states are already violating the the these the Constitution, and Texas mm-hmm. wants to stand for the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they want to secede so they can, you know, kind of stand yeah. for what truly would be the Constitution. Does that, does that make Does that make sense? Yeah, like. Yes. The- the way to look at it, I think, is like I heard it was Ulysses S. Grant. He wrote in one of his, I think, his bi- autobiographies or something like that. He wrote, you know, the Civil War determined, you know, this like states can't secede. The states, uh, tr- the United States Treasury paid for these, uh, like all this territory and everything. 
but my refutation to that would be well that like if the states violate the constitution that's a breach of contract yeah. because we are guaranteed rights by the federal government mm-hmm. yes, and if it's exactly. not even willing to adhere to that then why should we stay in a union that won't respect our rights in the yeah. first place because to mm-hmm. me that's just like okay well california if they just want to send their army over to west virginia they just want to build an army send it over to west virginia for whatever reason and west virginia files a court case against it supreme court would say oh well president says you know we can't he has no standing he has no grievance <laughs> okay yeah. well i think another convincing argument would be that within our constitution and our rights as americans if we think that the government is doing us injustice then we have the right to uh to fight against that or fight against our government physically, we have the right to uh, attempt to secede. Uh, it, I think the whole idea that a state cannot attempt to secede under any circumstance is uh, is mistranslated by a lot of people. I mean, Texas, I mean, this isn't the first time Texas has threatened to secede. Right, yeah. I mean, this seems to be a regular thing. Not a regular, but they have. They have. <laughs> they just, oh, Texas is going at it again this yeah, year, you I know. Mean, I mean, they... <laughs> They've threatened it before. I mean, a they got their own. They they're the only state that has their own power grid. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're yeah. self sufficient. They could do it. California talks a lot of crap about seceding, yeah. but I wish I they would. I, part of me does too. Yeah. You know, maybe, just, maybe just Southern California. Northern California seems to be just the yeah, coastline. That is true. The coastline can go like everywhere in Sacramento and up. You know. Yeah. The coastline though, SoCal, no, they're done. <laughs> they're done. Absolutely done. <laughs> Did you guys? I, I think I sent you all that uh, that meme tweet from Donald. Trump. Trump that says when I leave if I'm if I lose the election I'm nuking California <laughs> the only the only star will be the one the only star you'll see in California is the one detonated two miles above that stupid Hollywood sign oh my gosh goodness <laughs> gracious no yes we are definitely an objective podcast yeah. we, we haven't we're no we're not right winged at all objectively speaking though LA's roads suck <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> Well, I shouldn't say I really shouldn't speak because West Virginia's do too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not much better. I will say when I roadwise, road yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, like while we're on the topic of secession, I just think you know the problem I have. Like I understand like why people would say no, you can't secede. I get that, mm-hmm. but the problem is why should I stay? Like why should any state stay in a union where their rights aren't respected? Yeah. Where the Constitution exactly. is violated, because that's essentially saying, you know, it's null and void. So by that logic, I could just say, okay, well, I'm just going to leave now because yes. you guys don't care anyway. I mean, but yeah. that seems to be what some people are saying. If you don't like, it's what people said in 2016. What they're saying now, if you don't like the president, you don't want to be here. You don't like this country, and then just leave. Yeah. Okay. And, well, then we'll leave. And and those are the same exact people, and you know. We see the hypocrisy. We see how un- uneducated they are. They're saying, oh, because the Civil War determined that no state shall be able to attempt to secede from the Union. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. That is only referring to the situation, the scenario that the state that would be trying to, to leave the Union, that, that would be trying to secede, their rights are not being infringed upon. And I think that there, there can be a very good argument that a lot of these states is right are definitely being infringed upon right now yeah and it's also like it's the broader uh topic of the constitution which we that's the highest law of the land and to me the fact that the supreme court is just not even hearing this just speaks volumes to me because it's it's like 
what like if West Virginia, for instance, has a grievance with New York or whatever, like we like we joked about this just a minute ago. But what are we to do? Because the, like they're just saying, oh well, you don't have standing. Texas had they filed a really good reason mm-hmm. as to why they were being like there was injury, there was you know penal like they should be penalized. Um, you know it's it affects the entire union when these states violate uh, the constitution and it affects the elections. There was good reason for that, and if they don't want to hear that, that's just a setting precedent in law. That is a very big thing. Mm-hmm. And the reasoning behind it was they didn't have. Uh, evidence to back it up correct right no i th- no, this was undeniable fact i think they were just saying you don't have standing they didn't judge it on the merits they were oh, just saying okay they were just saying like listen we don't think that you have any injury here it was i think they said like you know uh if trump wants to do this like he can because he would be the one affected but it's like listen this the state of texas laid out a really good reason maybe i'm not a lawyer you don't have to listen to my opinion if you don't want to. But to me, the thing is, if a state says, okay, this affects the election, the federal election, which affects all of us, mm-hmm. and you're not going to hear that, that's just saying, okay, well, just do whatever you want at this point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know. Any other thoughts before we move on? I mean, I think we kind of covered everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One more, actually, uh, with... You know, our Constitution you know, being disrespected, I think, you know, we have to try to remember that we have 85 essays, which are the Federalist Papers, that Alexander Hamilton, uh, James Madison, and John, John Jay wrote defending our Constitution. And, you know, every I feel like the majority of the claims that people are making about how the Constitution is, you know, inadequate and how, you know, it is uh, uh, self-contradictory, they... They can be refuted easily if they would just read the Federalist Papers. I know that it's very long and very difficult to understand, but that it's. I feel like that's such a an important. It does play an important role in not only the birth of our country, but but still today. And you'll rarely see any people refer to it or read it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's. I think it's also important to realize. You know, the problem is is like we have a like a culture that's so heavily influenced by social media. And, you know, what you scan, like, with, like, what you scan read. You know, and the problem mm-hmm. is, is, like, they just see, like, the mainstream media says, Trump is bad, you know. He says this thing. It's racist. Well, then we have a generation of kids, yeah. like, right. our age that just say, yeah, th- th- that's what this, that's what the Twitter said. Right. Yeah. Well, well, can we talk about even even the morality of our nation for, for a second? Before, yeah, for before, sure. Before we move on? Sure. Um, so I know that I... Re- talked to both of you uh, before we started the po- podcast about uh, the people uh, that, for example, Ben Shapiro refers to as the disintegrationist um, and kind of what those people are. And we see that they are on the left. They're people that, I guess at the end of the day, they just have a, a lack of absolute morality or their version of absolute morality is immoral. Um, they are you know, hypocritical. They think that they can do whatever they want and have no repercussions and when they don't get their way they they pout to put it mm. extremely nicely and when i mean pout i mean they loot and they riot um yeah. so what kind of damaging effect will that have on their you know the the next generation of americans what kind of damaging impact will the disintegrationist parents have on their children as we see they're already not doing their own research on, by themselves they're listening to 
everything that you know these mainstream media which would be the national media just for another term definition there you know what is the future generation of america looking like if we're con- if we're continually going down a path where more and more people are becoming more and more immoral and having more radical ideas well i i think it's kind of interesting that you say the children of the disintegrationists not saying they don't have children yeah but largely speaking they don't i mean yeah so I think, and will they even have children yeah like well i mean you got a lot of transgenders over there yeah. not well any babies uh but you know like that like the fact like you mentioned that it's like yeah that's going to leave a big impact on our country i mean you look at the sexual revolution in the 60s yeah. how that's affected us now mm-hmm. and then you know like like to kind of go off like what i was speaking about earlier like one of the reasons we have so many people advocating for open borders at least the elites one of the elites reasons is because you have a massive group of uneducated people who are dependent upon the government to provide for them you've got a voter base right there if you just promise them yeah you know like okay i'm just going to give you health care i'm going to give you welfare all that stuff because they know they actually can't get any new voters for the most part I mean, they're going to lose it over time, but you know, like it does have an impact on our country. And like, this is one of the reasons, like, I'm just going to kind of go off on like, as to why I believe something. Okay. Like I believe like in people being able to come to this country, if you want to adhere to our ideals, to our beliefs, our values, the problem is, is I think there's so many people now who are just like, Oh yeah, let anybody in. It's like, as long as they do it legally, I'm like, I don't really want you coming here. Even if it's legally, if you don't want to adhere to our values, like, I don't care who you are, where you come from. If you want to be an American, if you want to, you know, have individual responsibility, if you want to take care of yourself personally, if you want to serve your community, by all means, please come here. I want more of that and less of the entitled crap that we have to deal with now. Well, I will say to that, uh, when people do come over, even even if they're visiting, uh, and especially for for people that are on, you know, short, uh, maybe they're coming over for school or for work, mm-hmm. they do, you know, they can't just come over and be expected to live on welfare. They when they're being asked their questions, when they're being interviewed, because they are interviewed before they uh, go over to America or come to America, I should say, since we are in America, mm-hmm. by their by our embassies that there and. Mm-hmm. They ask them whether they will kind of be a self-sufficient citizen, mm-hmm. and one of the things that they have to be if they come over is a self-sufficient citizen. So yeah. I think a lot of your concerns there um, are kind of met. Now, obviously, if, if somebody says that they will always be a self-sufficient citizen, that won't go for 100% of the people. You know, we will always have deadbeats that make it over. Yeah. But you know, I will say that is something that our um, – our immigration policies have already looked into. Yeah. I think, go ahead. I think something that you have to be careful though, what you were saying though, is saying people have to adhere to our American values or policies Mm -hmm. or whatever is that you have to keep in mind though. American America is the land. Well, the land of the free, you're free to believe what you want. I see I see what you were saying though. You don't want people like, but they're free to believe what they want to believe, but not so much push that or force it onto other people. Yes. Yeah, well, as as I, for the American as as for the American values that you were referring to, it would be very difficult to to kind of put a name to what that would be. You know, even I'll say, you know, 50, 100 years ago or mm-hmm. even when our country started, uh 
when the major oh, okay i'm just going to say when our country started because when our country started we were we were built on primarily christian values okay mm -hmm. so we already kind of had a basis to what american you know democracy was going to be we, are, we kind of already had a basis to what uh, america was was you know being built on what we were mm -hmm. going to continue to be over however many years we will exist mm -hmm. And flat or fast forward to 2020, we no longer have these Christian ideals mm -hmm. and Christian values uh, across our country. Obviously, mm -hmm. known states, uh, certain states will have more so than others. But mm -hmm. you know, in California, their laws are going to be a lot different than like West Virginia's. Their yeah, uh, their overall why, ideals are going to be different than West that's Virginia's. That's why you have the states. Though. Exactly. No. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. When that was kind of leading into what I was going to ask you, mm -hmm. when you say people come over that are supposed to match American <coughs> ideals, mm -hmm. how would you kind of justify that when we have states for? Because I mean, obviously the leftist side, leftist values would be liberal, and primarily more people in California are liberal. So would you just want them to move to places like California that don't match your ideals? Not necessarily. Well, I don't think. I think we should clarify. I'm not talking politics. I'm not saying like you have to be conservative to come over here. I'm saying, like, you know, if you want what's best for our country and you're not just looking to profit for yourself, then I want, like, fine, come over here. I may disagree with you. People are going to disagree. That's just how it is. I'm not expecting everybody that comes over here to be a conservative, but I expect them to understand the value of individual responsibility, okay. you know, equality before, like, equality before the law. I think that's kind of, like, generally accepted, at least in the Euro mm. European areas and north american areas but also uh you know communal responsibility which i don't think is even practiced near enough as well mm -hmm. like in our own country yeah, not today at least not today no. of course not because like now it's like everything's been handed over to the state that's mm -hmm. there i'm not saying that there's not reason like there's not room for improvement on our like in our own borders there certainly is mm -hmm. but we also need to look at what our values are what our values are um and we, I think we need to prioritize that and say, listen, if you want to come over here, you want to, like, I'm not going to want somebody from communist China that's wanting to, you know, install an authoritarian regime. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have somebody from Cuba that's fleeing an authoritarian regime and yeah. they support our system that we have now. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's kind of like what okay. I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I understand what you're getting at. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have two questions for you. Yeah. Okay, the first, and you can kind of, you know, you can answer like the first one, and then I'll ask the second one. So mm -hmm. the first, what do you think the American ideal would be? Like, what what do you think our our? Well, that's kind of hard to pin down, but I would say the American ideal, like as you were saying, we were founded on Christian values, but the idea would be individual responsibility, not only to yourself, I would say, but also to your community. But also that being said. I would say another American value is not libertarianism, which is just leave me alone. Let me do what I want, but rather freedom with restraint, you know, like okay. you control what you do. You know what I mean? Okay. You're not just yeah. acting upon your impulses. I think that'd be kind of like the idea, um, which is actually a Christian value. You have freedom yep. by not acting upon what your immediate fleshly desire is. Okay. I would say that's an American. That's a pretty American value. Well, more I would say more Christian value than anything else. <laughs> okay, uh, and like I said, I was just kind of asking just to get some clarity. Yeah. And and for the second question, you brought up some. Uh, it was a 
Chinese person trying to do you want to just clarify 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 everything about that so like (laughs) the the whole thing about that was like you know I don't want somebody like from a a member of the Communist Party of China that's trying to install an authoritarian regime come over here I'd rather like as I was saying I'd rather have somebody who wants to come and embrace the freedom that we have okay but would yeah. someone even, what would someone I'd, from communist China even be allowed to come over here? That's what, that's I, mean, what I think yeah. that's what we're saying. We have them in our well, universities. Yeah, but, not, but I don't think legally they would be, if they came here. I think what, I, I think that's now we're kind of getting at the, the China might not here. allow them to get over here, but we would allow them. Well, I, we, I, we wanted sure? to. I'm pretty yeah. sure because China is like, you know, we have a lot of Chinese immigrants. Well, you, yes, but not all of mm-hmm. them are. Not well, are all of someone, someone from China that lives under the communist regime, no, we're no, talking no, about no, someone no. within the communist party. Within the communist party. Yeah. Okay, that's what we wanted you to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only for for I us, but like, for yourself, because <laughs> yeah. well, a yeah, lot. Of, I don't want to get canceled here, so <laughs> I, I yeah. appreciate yeah. that. Of course. Yeah. Well, as soon as you you said that, I was like, okay. Well, I know, for example, that there let's just there are a lot of underground Christians in China mm-hmm. because yes. they're being discriminated against, like at extremely high rates. So if you when. The way you worded your it, it, your, it, did it, sound, it sounded it like just the, your average like Chinese citizen because yeah. I I could almost guarantee that any Chinese citizen living under an authority or a, authoritative dictatorship would not want to instill that in America. So that's why yeah. I was asking that. I wonder was wondering if you meant you're talking about someone coming here with ill, atten- Ill, with yeah. Ill intent that yeah. Towards, okay. okay yeah yes that's, or, okay that's you know just wanting to fundamentally <laughs> overturn yeah. like, what we have now okay um. That being said, like we well, we can talk about some of the yeah. like in like the national security stuff that's actually being going on as yeah. like yeah. with can, China. Yeah, we can talk about that probably another day. But yeah. we should probably these last thirty minutes trans uh, COVID news. COVID news. COVID news. A lot of COVID oh, news today, especially the last two days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. So we uh, we Snowball. have a autonomous zone in Mossy Rock, Washington. Yes, we do. And Capitol Hill as well. Yeah. Capitol Hill's a little bit different. Yes, um, two different autonomous zones? Yeah, two different autonomous zones, two different contexts, I guess. Um, two different values. I remember yeah. the simple Party. days when autonomous meant self-driving cars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's automatic. <laughs> or, no, 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 no. Autonomous. Autonomous. I never heard that in use of a car. I was like thinking. Really? Like that's Tesla. like Tesla. Tesla. I remember. Like, you know, self-driving. Yeah. Well, I don't own a Tesla. Oh, well, so, well, neither do I. Well, neither do I. Well, well, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. I'll so, like, one for the next episode. So, like, what's going on? Like, what's going on with Mossy Rock is uh, they've essentially the mayor said that they're not going to listen to the COVID restrictions. They said they're unconstitutional. They're going to keep their businesses open. They're not requiring you to wear a mask. Um, and For a little bit of context, Mossy Rock is in Washington State. Yeah, not Washington, D.C. Washington State. <laughs> yeah. It um, is a small town with like po- 750 population residents. of 750. It's, Very small town. Yeah, it's... it. I think that should be said though. Like this is like the first kind of like Republican autonomous zone that we've it seen. Is. Is. We had the one. Uh, there's Capitol Hill autonomous zone, which they've actually reinstated. We had that in the summer. Mm-hmm. Then there's another one. I think I can't remember where it was. A Republican? Not a Republican one. No, oh. it was like a Antifa. Well, they had one in uh, Seattle. They had that was the Capitol Hill one. Oh yeah, and they had. There were a couple that popped up. I thought there was one. I, I could be wrong. I thought there was one near Ocasio Cortez's like district or something i i could be wrong i'm probably wrong about that um it was so long ago (laughs) yeah 
but the one with uh, they've also got a Red House Autonomous Zone that they're uh, they've called now. We're gonna refer to them as Raz and Chaz. Raz that sounds like Chaz. that. That just sounds really strange. <laughs> where like, is where is that one at? So I, I can't remember. It was like okay, Let so me like find out real quick. yeah, it's look called, that up. What's it called again? Look that up, Jamie. Uh, Red House <laughs> Autonomous Zone. <laughs> Joe Rogan reference. Red House um, but uh. Yeah, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone is like the same thing as last time. They are... It's in Portland. It's in Portland. Okay, that, go figure. Um, <laughs> but it was it was so dismantled in. after the mayor apologized. Oh, okay. Is what a yeah. from the New York Post. Okay, so for those that don't know, in Red House, there's a... I think it was a Native American family that had a house. They couldn't pay the mortgage, so they were getting evicted. Uh and of course, like given the circumstances, I understand you you cannot make that. I really do. The COVID restrictions are ridiculous, especially in Portland. I'll bet. Yeah. So you know, people. Were, it was actually really cool. A bunch of people, like a bunch of liberals, raised money for them to pay their mortgage. And the guy that bought it off said he would sell it back to them at cost, which I thought was really cool. But then you had opportunists on the left that were saying, like, want to establish an autonomous zone. They did that, but. Apparently now it's been deconstructed. No longer Raz and Chaz, just Chaz. <laughs> just Chaz. Just Chaz. Poor guy. Um, I'm not sure like what all has been going on like with the Capitol Hill and Thomas. So can you guys even remember why they did it like the first time? It was, I if I don't quote me on this, but if it was like first, in relation to the George Floyd stuff. Yes, wasn't it, it was. They were they kicked it at first. Wow, uh, is it in? It was in it was in Seattle. It's the same place. Yeah, that it they is now. they made their. It was like two or three blocks, I think, around the uh, Seattle police precinct. Yeah. Um, and they just blocked all off. Funnily enough, they put up walls and barriers, borders, and, and they had armed border patrol. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sounds familiar. But, but um, in reality, it was inside of it was a. They had no laws. They had no leaders, but they did have yeah. people in power. Um, but it was just. A, I mean, I think it went on for It went on weeks, for a few weeks. But there was, there was actually somebody like, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, yeah, I'll it talk was, about that. It was almost like a socialist, quote unquote, utopia in there. Everything, there was no currency. Everything was free. They had a, a market, which mm-hmm. was just come get whatever you needed. But when pictures came out, it was like a couple balls of water and canned food laying on the ground. Ba- they actually had bags of Sprite. I remember yes. that. They had <laughs> yes. bags of Sprite. Bags of Sprite. <laughs> Imagine but, that. Um, but no, there were like all the businesses in there. Um, if they didn't agree, they were evict- well, quote, quote, evicted. They were kicked out of the zone. But there was a, uh, a large number of crimes happening. Oh, uh, yeah. A rapes, bunch of people assault. died. Yeah, it Some- was... Yeah, I think it was like three, two or three guys like drove up in their car. They weren't even doing anything, and then the I guess some of the guards there. They I guess I don't I don't know what they have. They had some rifles, I think. Yes, and they unloaded like three hundred rounds into this car of like teenagers. Yeah, and killed like as either both I can't remember how many it was like two or three, but they killed them. Yes, they did because they, they thought they were white supremacists, but they didn't even like we don't even know yeah. like what. Like why it yeah. was like it was just crazy. I just, I, it's so ironic though, because the people defund who the police. huh said defund the police. Yes, <laughs> yeah, please. yeah. I mean, the people who founded or formed this autonomous zone, left yeah. liberals, leftists, and Antifa, um, but it's the people who oppose borders, oppose guns, oh, yeah. and then they have their 
border that mm-hmm. is protected by guns. Yeah. I just found it very ironic. It should be noted. I'm not sure how many people realize this actually, but Antifa, they're actually pro Second Amendment. You'd Antifa? Actually, I did not they, know that. They are. Okay, so like the thing is, like if you guys didn't know, Karl Marx actually advocated for the proletariat or the working class to be armed. Hmm, That's okay. why Antifa is okay. pro-gun. So within that uh, makes sense. Yeah, but the whole border thing is like Yeah, it's funny. I yeah, find that very It's funny. like hmm a little ironic, don't you uh, think? Because yeah, you couldn't cause they wouldn't let anyone come and go like they yeah. want the the country's borders to be. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, a little convenient, ironic. But yeah, but that was the um a little bit about the Seattle one that happened. Yeah. During the, I think over the summer or during the George Floyd riots. Yeah, that was in the summer. Yeah. It was like yeah. it was due to the George Floyd riots. I'm not even sure. Ago. Like why yeah. are they like why are they even rioting anymore? Like seriously. Oh, what? let let's please let's talk about why people are still rioting. Well, why were they rioting in the first place? There was no reasonable there, well, right, there was no reasonable are reason. Talking about, are talking about the riots or the let's peaceful talk. protests because we need to Clarify. Separate the two. Yes. Okay, so I think we can agree. You have a right to peaceful protest. Yes. I would agree. I would disagree with a lot of the things that they're protesting about. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's your right. Fine, do yeah. it. I disagree with people protesting for abortion. But, but the it's rioting... Their, it's their right. They can yeah, protest. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then you got the... We got the mostly... The fiery but mostly peaceful protests yes that yes. were happening mostly the mostly, mostly. The mostly <laughs> peaceful protests that were happening and i actually remember i was in columbus when everything was going down it was like two days after george floyd died and they mm-hmm. said uh you know everybody had to be home by like it was like nine o'clock or something and we we actually just were leaving columbus like the like downtown portion when everybody began to riot and it was it was definitely an experience i'm never going to forget you know mm-hmm just to see all all of the chaos and you know you know because i mean I, I used to like or not used to i didn't i didn't live there but i have definitely walked down the downtown streets of columbus many many times before and just to see how many you know people were literally literally rioting you now now we're not talking about peaceful protests we're talking about rioting and seeing mm-hmm. that happen across the country seeing where uh how many businesses were being looted not only places like Target, Walmart, we're mm-hmm. seeing these yeah. locally owned businesses, and yet again, the un- the uneducated portion uh, of people that are writing, they're like, oh, well, the insurance are going to take care of, you know, yeah, locally, insurance, like, no, that's not how that works. Insurance might pay for cleanup. A little bit, maybe. But, but I think, I think going back to why people were rioting, I think people were taking advantage of the peaceful protests. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. it came as, because these were happening in all the major cities across, mm-hmm. pretty much across the entire nation, except for yeah. most of the South. Yeah. Um, but it was coming out that it would start as a peaceful protest, but then you would have um, small parties pop up around the city that would start. And you would see clips of other like protesters telling them to stop. Yeah. But once, you know, they opened up a empty store or a mm-hmm. store that was with no employees. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like floodgates. People were running right. in and stealing stuff. And that's yeah. exactly what I was and talking about earlier when I said that people who are, you know, the logical people, the people who are moral, you know, even if, you know, I mean, in this situation, my definition of moral would only be if you aren't going to ride and lose scores. You know, people who truly want to peacefully protest so they can stand up for what they believe you know as their rights as as an american 
they're being overshadowed by people who want to commit crimes. Yeah. And and it's really sad, you know. Yeah. Even though I don't agree with, you know, I definitely do not agree with abortion, it would be a terrible thing to see uh, th- uh, people who just want to peacefully protest be uh, integrated, be looked at mm-hmm. as people who are completely immoral and want to commit crimes against, you know, their own city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot, I think a lot of, the rioting that happened, uh, I think it was so damaging because they were pushed this narrative about um, cops, all about yes. ACAP, all cops being bad. Bastards. Is yeah, okay, sorry. I, I know. Sorry. Wow, sorry. language, <laughs> Caleb. Yeah, and, you know, there's, depending on who you talk to, there's different meanings of that. Yeah. But, I mean, there was a, I mean, you could, I mean, there was a hatred for our yes. police force for many months. There I mean, still saw, is, yeah. I mean, but I think, I mean, you saw everything that happened to the police officers. It got so bad that the National Guard was called in in mm-hmm. most of these cities. And even then, only then was this really under control. Yeah. Um, but I think people were using these riots as a way to um, create chaos. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, you saw um, always people uh, busting windows, setting fires. I mean, just to seem just to create chaos with no real reason behind it. Yeah, yeah and, and we see how many people, you know, were were willing to follow that. We see how many people in this country are are those are the definition that I would I would like call sheep. Yeah. You know, they're like, okay, we're all going to peacefully protest. Then suddenly one person, you know, throws a, a mazel tov, boom, yeah. explodes. And then they're like, "Oh my gosh, chaos. Let's all run around. Let's all you know, start breaking things." And yeah. it's and you get caught yeah. up with the adrenaline. You, mm-hmm. Exactly. The adrenaline gets flowing yes. and then you just kind of, "Okay, well, let's let's do this." Yeah. You know. Molotov, no Molotov. <laughs> did you say Molotov or Molotov? I, I don't know. I can't remember, it, but said, I wanted to. Like you said, like you said Molotov I just, the first I did. Okay, I just wanted to clarify in case. Yeah. Molotov. Molotov. Yeah. We're gonna we're we're, we're gonna loosely reconnect like all that with the fact that this was going on during the COVID yes, lockdowns yes, and think... nobody cared. The mainstream oh, media did not care, but you know, I mean, <laughs> the anyway. biggest pandemic in or the most quote unquote deadliest pandemic in history. Yes. Yeah. Let's get that. I, I never liked that narrative either. It's just the most. No, I mean, well, let's just conveniently forget the Black Death. Let's con- you know, the Spanish, <laughs> yeah. Spanish flu. Yeah. The Spanish flu is more deadly. This is just easier to, you know, it's, yeah. it's easier to get. Let's get the outline back up because I think there were a couple right. other things that we want to talk yeah. about. Yeah, uh, let's go yeah. back down to, uh, let's talk about lockdown. Yes. This new okay. proposed lockdown that we have. <sighs> okay, so I think what people who are pro second lockdown are saying is that the first one, you know, not, not as many people. Or nobody, everybody ignored it because logically speaking, if for the second lockdown, it's like, why do we need one? If if the first one didn't work, then why would we need a second one? It is what a lot of people are saying. If the first saying. one did work, then we why wouldn't do we need, need one. Second? Exactly. Yeah. So if the first one did work, then we wouldn't need one. And if the first one didn't work, then why on earth would we be trying to do one? So the, yeah. there are everybody yeah. that is pro lockdown are saying, well, not as many people did it. And, and honestly, I kind of understand because, you know, I used to work at Dunkin' Donuts and it was right, you know, I was still working there right when lockdown was happening and we were labeled as a uh, an essential business. And I'm like, well, if, if Dunkin' Donuts is an essential business, then how many <laughs> yeah. businesses are, how many people are still going to be out doing yeah. things? Yeah. But, but what people don't realize too is that you can't have a lockdown where every single person stays home. Yes, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, it's Your society impossible. will literally collapse. I know you won't, you're, 
water and power will go off. Exactly. You won't have your Wi-Fi will go out. I mean, things have to be maintained. It yeah. takes people to do that. And that's what I'm. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm getting at because the same people are saying pro the pro second lockdown. They're like, people didn't you know didn't. Uh, lock you know, they didn't quarantine enough and it's like how many people do you want to quarantine yeah. like other than like i can't even i mean i know i just said like fast food workers but that was one of the only things that were like really still yeah. up that really, weren't lot, yeah. there was a majority of people were still mm-hmm. co- or not quarantined but locked into their houses or homes for I mean, at least it was a month it was exactly. mainly though, in like these like urban centers, like New York and L.A., yeah. like all these places, and they were the ones that were still suffering the most. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, like that's I find that ironic. They were the ones hardest locked down, but they suffered the most from the virus. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and and also for the for the whole lockdown, uh, I I saw a statistic earlier this month that showed that for at least West Virginia, all of our COVID cases started started going up once school got back in you know even when we had you know everything else you know wasn't you know quarantine you know, you can go out to eat or find really like, restaurants were open whatever indoor eating like mm-hmm. everything going along that everything like athletics that all opened the cases were still going down but once schools started opening yeah. our covid cases yeah. skyrocketing I think, I think you also have to keep the timeline all the timelines in order too because when schools and stuff are opening back up testing also increased so of course the number of cases is going to increase as things are yeah, true out again. and that's also no. it that should that that itself shows a flaw in our system i know when i when i was in the middle of my soccer season and, and um what do we have we had like a like a gold yellow green yeah. red system yeah. or whatever it by wasn't county, yes. yeah it was based off of uh it wasn't based off of like how many people it was like based off percentages or something, yeah, something it was yeah. something it was something that showed major inconsistency mm-hmm. and all pretty much all it took was a lot of people just started getting tested twice that didn't have it and then mm-hmm. boom it, everything just magically opened up again and it that that itself is a major inconsistency in and yeah. flaw in our design well also like the tests aren't even accurate no, they're like, no elon, they aren't. elon musk i think I, he, he took it like three times didn't he yeah he tweeted uh a couple weeks ago now that he took the uh he got tested i think it was four times in one day within like three hours by the same nurse, the same like kind of test, and the same like came uh, back two positive, two negative, yes, wasn't exactly. it? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. There's, I mean, I, there's stories of you know people who who get tested one day and then like people who get daily tested mm-hmm. for work or something like that, yeah. and positive, negative, positive. It's just inconsistent. And yeah, you know, how many people actually don't have like have any symptoms? Exactly. And how many people are asymptomatic if if as many tests are you know, yeah. inconsistent and, and yeah. flawed. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's, there, I think there's a major inconsistency with the amount of cases mm-hmm. and deaths. I think the deaths. Well, are, well, America reports them differently than other countries as well. Yeah. Well, like the thing is, yeah. you get money the more COVID cases that you have. So of course, it, like if you even like if you die from a friggin' headshot, like yeah. you get shot in the head and you happen to have COVID at the time of I your know, death, yeah. I mean, they're going to say that's a COVID death. Yeah. Um. I remember there was a story of a there's a baby, a mm-hmm. mother and a baby, and it was an infant. And the mm-hmm. mother had the baby was sleeping in the bed with the mother, and the mother had rolled over in her sleep and uh, suffocated the baby in the night. And the baby got COVID tested post mortem, 
And they said it was a COVID death. They said it was a, she, the baby had COVID somehow, and they ruled it as a COVID death. I mean, there's been people in car accidents and motorcycle accidents who, after death, or they're already in the hospital for something else, mm-hmm. and they get COVID tested. Yeah, um, it's it's ridiculous. Um, I remember, uh, this is a couple months ago now, but whenever they changed the, like, who is, like, what is a COVID case? Mm-hmm. But what counts as that tick up on the on the number? Mm-hmm. And there was like seventeen ways you could be considered a COVID, uh, mm-hmm. a COVID case. It's like you have your main person who's tested positive, and there's like three people who you came in contact with, mm-hmm. and like two people who they came in contact with could all be considered COVID cases. It is crazy. It's insane. I mean, I think it was in Florida. It came out. Um, the CDC reported that like they had a hundred something thousand. Supposedly they had a hundred something thousand COVID cases in like a week mm-hmm. or a day or something like that. Yeah. And then like two months later it came out that that number was actually like 11,000. Yeah. Everybody's giving Florida crap. Ron DeSantis, you did, you, he did a good job. He yeah, did he did. Job. I mean, they have almost equal population to California. And I mean, look at their numbers. I mean, yeah, I didn't think they were near as popular as California. I'm, They're like, California's like 68 million. I think I'm that's sure what Florida, I was thinking too. Yeah, let me check. Let me check. Um, okay. I'll, let's I'll fact check myself. Real quick. Let's go ahead and talk I mean, about the vaccine release okay. real quick. Um, just because like we, we've only got so much time. We, yeah. I want, I want to talk about everything. Well, while Nash is checking that, how many, just to give him some time, how many, so California has 55 electoral college votes. How many does Florida have? I think it's like 28 or 29. Okay. That should maybe, I know, I want to know representatives are. California has 39.5. Oh, 30, I was way really? off. I, I was way off. Oh. Well, I mean, you have a lot of people leaving California. Now. Wait, 30... source, the source was the United States Census Bureau. Okay. Fair okay. And this is million. Million, not votes. Wait, no, no, no. That's Florida how many has residents. twenty-one, so they have okay. a little bit of a difference. They okay, have, yeah, eighteen yeah. million okay. persons. So I was a little yeah. off there, and that was also. Oh wait, that was not reliable source. Hang on. Um, wow, not reliable source. I know. God, oh, man. No, Nash. no Wikipedia. No Wikipedia. Discrediting <laughs> us. Uh, um. Twenty-one million. That's. Uh, Okay. Okay. That's not Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We won't say who it is. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave that up to the imagination. U W U S F News. Okay. Com. All right. Awesome. Well, we're gonna assume that they're you know, for yeah. these purposes. But anyway. still, I mean, equal, semi two of the biggest states. And yeah. They're like totally different. Um, they had totally different COVID. Oh yeah. They took different COVID approaches and outperformed. I mean, Florida's numbers were way lower than California's, I believe. Yes. Yeah. yeah but anyways. At, we were going to head into the arguably the biggest news, mm-hmm. even over our election. The COVID vaccine was officially oh, released, patented, whatever, gosh. and it is beginning to be distributed as of I don't either it, yesterday it, or two it, days it ago. Started, yeah. It is. It is officially started. I don't know if it's just me, but does it feel like we're like in like I don't know like some apocalypse movie? <laughs> well, it I, does, and well, I, I get that. Thought. We're gonna we're gonna get into that, but Caleb, yes. go ahead and say that. <laughs> well, explain, and well. Um, should I explain? I'm just going to explain we, how it works. Ex- a lot of people are confused about how the vaccine actually works, and, and I saw a few videos mm-hmm. explaining it the other day, and um, overall, kind of kind of how it works is once... What is the vaccine? Okay, so the vaccine, once it is injected, it doesn't work as it's, traditionally mm-hmm. as other vaccines. What it really is is... It what is takes, a traditional vaccine? Okay, well, a traditional vaccine would 
really just take a what it would take a dead a, form yeah, of it's, it's a it's a smaller portion of whatever disease yes and it puts into your body so your body can build in a small immunity to it so whenever you do get said disease right. or illness your body already has some anti antibodies you can fight it yes and what the covid vaccine what, what Pfizer released was what it pretty much does is it takes your mrna and it turns into or it makes a new protein mm -hmm. that is pretty much alienated to your body that is similar to uh covid bacteria i'll say, I'll say yeah. COVID bacteria and your body learns how to kill off the protein and therefore once your once your body is exposed to covid your body knows yeah. how to kill covid this is the first type of vaccine yes. like this ever and even though it is uh this is mRNA has been studied, mm -hmm. or mRNA vaccines mm -hmm. have been studied for about 10 years now. So it is, you know, it's yeah. been studied it's a, a lot. It's not a new concept. It's not a new but concept. It's the first of its kind. It is the first of its kind. Use. And I think that's why a lot of people are very, uh, kind of, kind of worried about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you have some people that have their own reasons and you have some people that are, that don't even know that it's a n new kind of vaccine mm -hmm. and reference to mRNA mm -hmm. and then you have the people that are like oh well I don't know if I want that to well, happen to my body the, yet yeah now you've got the conspiracy theorists saying yeah. uh, Bill Gates is using we'll it keep, we'll keep the conspiracy we'll, we'll keep for, the, uh, the uh, separate segment we'll yeah, keep we'll the we'll do that for yeah. after hours yeah. or something. after hours will be the you know, here's some crazy thing next week yeah possibly true possibly false I wish I would have invested in Pfizer, though. I really do. They haven't. Have they increased that they, much? They haven't done too much, actually. They really? shot up like I think when Trump announced and with his uh, debates, they shot like up a good bit. Down. But um, I've they're, they're down. Yeah, they're yeah, down. They're way down. Two point two five percent. I need yeah, to hop on that train. A week and a half. Because <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about. I'll, I'll probably do a little bit just in case. Let's talk about real quick the like we were talking about earlier how Biden said the government was not going to mandate the vaccine. Correct. Real quick, I want to just say Trump said in one of his debates that the vaccine would be ready before the end of the year, and everyone said it would be impossible. It's currently December sixteenth, and they are being. Initiated. I mean, regardless of whether or not you're going to take it, Trump's an honest man. And that in he that promised, one instance, he promised he, he, did and he promise. delivered. Yeah, I'm. I'm so happy that he that he got it out before, you know, Joe Biden will probably be, you know, the yeah. president. It just it just makes me happy, yeah. because you know that's not going to be something that yeah. Joe Biden can say, yeah. or you know, yeah. Kamala once yeah. she is president by the end of Joe Biden's term. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway um, I'm sorry. So like we have, Biden was saying he's not going to implement it, assuming that he becomes president. He won't mandate it. He won't mandate. mandate it. Yes. Okay. So, but we were talking about this earlier. Apparently corporations are producing these covid cards so or yeah, so, so like when you get a covid vaccine mm -hmm. they will give you a card that allows you to go into certain stores uh so it can elaborate real quick. yeah go a lot so um it came out that when you get your COVID vaccine you'll get a little card that's wallet size so it's something that you can keep on you and it seemed they, they did not say this in the articles but why else would you need a wallet size card so mm -hmm. it's being assumed that the government isn't going to mandate a for you to get vaccinated mm -hmm. but it is assumed that certain corporations companies are going to require you to show or have proof of your covid vaccine in order to shop there travel mm -hmm. on their uh, airline or like attend their concert yeah okay how much of this that we're talking about right now would be labeled as a conspiracy 
This is more. Spe- I would say this is or more speculation, speculation. because speculation. I do. It's not, it's not conspiracy. Okay, because when every everybody started hearing about the new COVID vaccine, everybody assumed, oh, well, this is they're gonna you know implant some chip in you, and then you won't be able to, be able to enter yes. buildings. Yeah, very similar to what the Bible describes at the mark of the. Uh, Right, yes, and, yes, and yes, then yes. and then we're not getting like, into no, eschatology. No, 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 no eschatology. No, I know that's what I'm saying. Then everybody's like, "Oh, well, that's not going to happen." Now let's come up with another conspiracy. Let's come up with more speculation on on things similar to this. Mm-hmm. So no, I, that's why I was asking, yeah, no, like, how? It's, not, it's yeah. speculation, but I think it is. It's plausible. It's, it's not it's out of the realm of possibility. Plausible. Right. Yeah. So, like, I, I think we should note real quick. I'm going to kind of touch on, like, what I was talking about with them earlier. We, like, we were discussing this, and I think it's interesting. We have the these lockdowns going on. The corporations are the ones that would be having these cards and probably most likely mandating them. Now, who is the most affected by the lockdowns? Small businesses. Small businesses, correct. So... What does that like? Yeah, Nash, <laughs> you get a gold star, Point buddy. Um, but anyway, like the the corporations, I think it's interesting. They're the ones that uh, like we've got the government pushing for the lockdowns, and then the corporations are saying, "Oh, well, you have to have this to get into our stores." So small businesses probably won't require it. Okay, fine. But the small businesses are most likely to go out of business anyway. So what is what does that say to you? It's like it's like a passive way of getting you to actually get the vaccine because if they get enough small yeah. businesses out, then they can say, okay, now you have to come yeah. to us. That's why I brought. That's why I need your speculation on the corporations requiring it because I don't think mm-hmm. if the government required a nationwide COVID vaccine, I think they would get a lot of pushback. For oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, if you have quote unquote independent companies and corporations that would require you to get to enter their stores or to shop there mm-hmm. i think then that's i mean that's technically there they can do that yeah technically so, and it it's to me it just shows like there's a reason why i'm not libertarian <laughs> <laughs> and this is like one of those reasons that it feels like we're giving like corporations way too much power here and that they can just say oh well now you have to come to us. Part of this is like yeah. a government problem, you know. Uh, they're walking down unconstitutionally. Mm-hmm. For the yeah, most I part. think another scenario that could happen though, mm-hmm. if that uh, if that does the whole COVID card does happen, mm-hmm. I think you could also see an increase in business for small businesses. Yeah, that, that don't is... require um, COVID cards. Yes. Yeah. But if you're, but if airlines or you know cruise ships start right. have to require them to go to travel anywhere mm-hmm. other than car. I think then you'll see. I think there could be major pushback for that. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that it is extremely. If this were okay, let's just assume that we now have COVID cards. I think it is extremely important for people to not. If you do get the vaccine, not use them for uh, these you know big companies because it'll be less support for small business. I think I think the support for small small businesses will be one of the most important things in 2021 and on if the COVID vaccine or the, this green COVID card is released. Yeah. Cause if, if we, if we lose our small businesses or the majority of them, then yeah, it's we're yeah. So this is something else that we touched on as well. I think it's interesting that during this lockdown, we have seen the greatest transfer of wealth in history and it's going to corporations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it should also be noted that, uh, Shoot, what was I? I, I just lost my train of thought. Um, 
but the thing is is like these corporate entities they just have way too much power we're just giving that to them and you know i just think the thing is like with small businesses and everything corporations just want to get rid of them because it once they do it cements absolute control they've got monopoly but the thing is they're not doing it like as purely like as a purely private uh industry like they're doing it with the help of government which i think you know is really just yeah it's it's what i like to refer to as corporate socialism basically the corporations control what you do and i'm not a like I'm not a guy that's like, oh my gosh, I hate those. I hate Amazon and Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I just don't want them to dictate everything that we do. I don't want them to influence our government. Much like I don't want somebody buying off a politician saying, hey, if you do this, I'll give you this amount of money. I don't want lobbyists. Like, I I don't know. I just the like all this stuff is like really like dystopian. They want to install the Big Brother 1984 government and push Santa denialism. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about... <laughs> I love um, how you just walked past the Santa not denialist thing. <laughs> I was like, I was wondering if anybody would like catch that. I was like, you at least would. Well, I caught it. I just like, I was I'm, like... I was like, let's just move on. Um, <laughs> Santa's real. Well, 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 at first I was like, did he just say what I think he said? <laughs> and then my, and then I was like, oh, well, you know what? Go for it, man. I support yeah. you. You do whatever you want. It, it's yeah. whatever. Let's talk more about all the, the last couple minutes here. Let's talk about... Um, more it's been okay yeah here in the u.s it's been i don't think it's been quite a week yet since they started to administer it but have there been any short-term side effects that have popped up yet okay so one thing i saw and i'm not sure uh i can't remember which source this was but there was somebody and this was crazy it was like two sim two patients that they had had like severe neurological damage from the vaccines after they got it or and they said like one of them said they've killed god i they've killed my soul i can't feel god mm -hmm. and i'm not that could be coincidence uh let's, but i find it let's get a verified source <laughs> get a yeah. verified source get before a, we move on into that yeah go ahead and do that because okay. yeah, i don't so want to spread misinformation but uh, if that is that true i would just like to say you will not see me getting that vaccine <laughs> if they hold a gun to my head yeah, so, I mean, it's it's crazy. And then, you know, how about how about this? I I think that we can all agree. Let's administer it to the elites first, <laughs> and then if there are any downsides, the people who are pushing for it the most, they're the ones who suffer yeah. from it. Well, yeah, but you know who's going to get it first? The oh, military will get it first, and then yeah. because they get everything, it's um, going to make them mind controlled zombies. Yeah. Um, but then it's, well, I think they said healthcare Liam. workers or elderly. Okay, real quick. The okay, so okay, the source of <laughs> the only website that Bitchute? I Bitshoot. Oh, oh, that's a quote. That's the well. I wait. Bitshoot's like a. I think they're like uh, you. They're kind of like a YouTube thing, aren't they? I think so. That's the only source that I have found with that. I don't I mean, think that would be very reliable. I saw it on. It was like a meme where? on Discord originally. It looked. <laughs> okay. It was from a news. I I could tell. It's like oh, I had like a news article headline. Yeah. I don't. But again, like again. This could be. I don't want to spread misinformation. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Well, UK, Allegedly, UK posts. UK posts. How about this? UK post info. Okay. So is it from? Not so not here in the country. Not here in the country. Okay. But the it. Country. Okay. Uh, second vaccine volunteer said they've killed God. I can't feel God. My soul is dead. 
believe the second COVID. The second that was the that was that was the quote that UK Post said. No, obviously, whether that is it's a quote could be taken out of context. The only I'm not supporting. Like I'm not I'm not saying that what the person because I don't I have no idea what the personal like the person's info that said that. All I'm doing is getting a a reliable source to reliable yeah wait reliable quotations to verify that a quote happened yeah and that's what i'm trying to do yeah and i don't even is this i i don't even think that's the uk post i think it was all in a different language than english so i don't even (laughs) it could have been the ukraine post the ukraine post that's probably what it was then ukraine post well let's just move on from uh that one for now hear covid conspiracy We'll, we'll have that for that. I, I, we'll yeah, I just don't want to do we'll any code conspiracy right now. Um, uh, that's just for fun. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about um, Pfizer as a company. Yes, Are you guys please. familiar with Pfizer at all? I'm not, actually. A little I was, bit. I was informed I, I on research- basically everything else, just not Pfizer. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I researched them a while ago, but I, um, I'm not. So I had, I had heard, um, I can't quote my source here. We will get better at source quoting. Well, like, like we yeah. said, at the beginning, we... We're like, hey, you guys want to meet today? And <laughs> yeah. so that's why we can only do. But um, yeah, we'll be more prepared in the future. But um, apparently, Pfizer has a history of their um, allegedly. Again, don't take this as fact, but they have a history of performing poorly with their uh, patients who take their vaccines. They side effects that happen. They don't settle their lawsuits. They kind of just push them to the side. Um, so they don't have the best reputation, which can be a little concerning because you definitely want a company with a good reputation giving you a vaccine that's been developed in less than a year. Yeah, and then there's also a liability clause as well. That there is one, you, yes. Yeah, you have to sign that when you get the vaccine. Yes. And the thing is, like, you still have to wear your mask if you get it. Yeah. It's like, why are you even getting What's it What's the point, point of the vaccine if nothing's going to change? Yeah, and if and there's something that goes wrong, you can't do anything about exactly. it. Exactly. And remember, for anybody that would be wanting to do their personal research on Pfizer, it was Pfizer and BioNTech oh, that okay. also did it. So okay. we all also need to look into uh, BioNTech's... BioNTech? BioNTech, okay. uh, their is reputation it? as well. Bio, so BioNTech, okay. capital N, that's okay. it. Yeah. Uh, well, is there? Do you guys want to try and touch on the GOP civil war? Do we want to try and see? I haven't next week? researched that as yeah, much. Let's, uh, well, we'll save that for next. Yeah. Okay. I mean, in all honesty, um, I was I've been trying to you know play off a lot because I, I did a lot of research, but majority of it was like I said you know a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been trying to just kind of listen yeah. and pay attention and speak when I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I would like to be able to. Push that off to next week. Research that a little bit more. Just push that off to next week, and um, yeah. All right. right, Well, well, this has been the first episode of Culture Wars in Genesee. Just Just as as the founding fathers intended. Yeah, just as the founding fathers intended. So that was the first episode. We will hopefully have another episode out before the first of the year but yes it would be holidays, very difficult with holidays the holidays are a little crazy it is currently december 16th at the time of recording yeah if we were to release so, another episode it would probably be post 26 no wait christmas is on a friday it might be the 26th or 27th yeah, so we'll see we'll try our best to get another one out before this year ends but we will probably be more consistent in yeah oh definitely definitely and uh we're we're also uh like i said earlier that we're 
it's not going to be entirely politics. Yes, yes. But, this is an, an anomaly. We hope to, like we talked about in the beginning, talk about religion, Christianity a little bit, and then do our good old... Our uh, gaming and then our our satire as well. Yeah. Just to have a good time. Yeah. And like and I said... those will be yeah. uploaded as uh, three separate podcasts. So yes. if you just want to listen to one, you won't have to sit through a three to four hour podcast just to hear what you want to hear. Yeah. Exactly. We'll have a separate podcast for gaming. Yeah. Yes, I, I know our goals for 2021 would be to at least um, release our podcast. I, it would be ideal to be able to do it weekly. Maybe we would probably have to move over to, to two weeks at a time, try to get because it would be. I feel like yeah, it'd just be almost because impossible. we, uh, Caleb and Liam, will be starting college. As yeah, and then I'll be um, going to my yeah. Very, I have a very busy semester this coming. Yeah, so yeah. we'll try for every. We'll try for like twice a month. Yeah. Um, and we'll a we'll have our sources listed like i said um i know at least for me you know i i wasn't able to do a lot of research because mm-hmm. this last week was finals week for me i wasn't able to do a lot of extra research yeah. on top of it and a lot of this are in our topics were were kind of thrown together last minute yeah same um, here i've been sick the past week and just got yeah and I, I know that's why like i didn't talk as much because yeah. i, I want to keep the quality high and if i if i don't have something to say that i know is a you know fact or worth saying i'm just not going to say it it's kind of liam to carry yeah yeah yeah, i know liam Liam, you know i I, I will explain (laughs) as to why santa is real Uh, please go for it (laughs) explain will science give you your christmas presents um but yeah uh we'll yeah we'll uh kind of have things a little bit better sorted out next time we uh record and uh i think that's i think that's really about it um we're gonna go ahead and close and out. Be Please, sure to uh, follow us on all our social medias as well. Yes, and we, also if you can leave a review, yeah. any feedback is very much appreciated. Or questions? Yes, any questions. Like we might, if we get enough, we'll probably. We are go. all taken. I'm sorry, we're <laughs> all taken. But do follow our Twitter handle, C Regeneracy, and we. They will uh, all be should be posted in the description of whatever. Absolutely, the song, so. absolutely. Uh, and that's about it. Thank, all right, you, thank all. you guys for thank listening. You guys.